Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Hello and welcome to the Headliner Radio podcast. Today we're welcoming Eli Moon onto the show. He's a British R&B artist who's been making some big moves over the last couple of years. Eli, how's it going, man? How are you good? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a crazy year, but we're all still here. We're still moving. So, um, yeah, I can't complain. I can't complain. Good stuff. Good stuff, man. How's things been for you recently? Are you kind of, it's obviously a crazy time for, for a lot of people at the moment. How, how are you managing to kind of keep busy and stay creative? I mean, to be honest, um, I'm like so addicted to working, so addicted to, so obsessive over like making music. So yeah. I'm not really seeing much sunlight. I know it's been summer, but I've just been inside my bedroom like, <laughs> You know, I work out my room at the moment and, uh, yeah, I've, I've been keeping myself busy. I kind of, if I settle down for like an hour or two, then kind of get itchy feet again and I need to be back working. So, um, yeah, I've just been making music nonstop of, um, you know, just probably trying to network, meet new people and, uh, enjoy life really yeah, man. <laughs> as much as I can. Yeah. 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 No, great stuff. Great stuff. Are you managing to get into the studio much or are you just spending, are you just in like at home just cracking on like so, so yeah, I mean, for the, a lot of my collaborators are overseas anyway. Okay. Um, so I, I was in the studio a lot last year. This year has been predominantly like at home, working from home. I, I I moved out of my studio and um and brought everything back home, and and I've really enjoyed like just being in my own room, just making music in a really comfortable environment. Yeah. And on yeah. my own as well. Most people like need loads of people around them or enjoy to enjoy being around loads of people. But I, I quite like being reclusive yeah um, so yeah i've been mainly working from home it's been great cool where was your studio then it was actually just uh down the road from where i live i live in um southeast london yeah um and it where, was just whereabouts like if you don't mind me asking because i'm like in southeast it. as well yeah all oh, right so it's in a place called alpington like <laughs> not yeah it's, I'm, I'm in uh, chiselhurst at the moment so uh i'm in bromley so that's yeah. hilarious <laughs> That's jokes. Okay. I can hear it in the accent. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah just up the road. No, uh, cool. Yeah, so I was in. Um, there's like a, there's a. It used to be a library. I think mm. like the Alpington Library, or Bromley Library, and it's a big church building. And I'm I was there for a while. Okay. And uh, it was just unnecessary rent, so I just decided to move back here. And uh, yeah, that's been there since. Yeah, fair play, fair play. Um, let's talk about um, Bodies, uh, which was yeah. your debut eight track EP that you dropped last year. Um, it's been yeah. described as uh, I'm reading here a pivotal moment in British R&B, which is and yeah. you know which is lovely feedback. And obviously, um, there's quite an interesting story behind it, isn't there? Um, tell us a bit more about that, if you don't mind. Yeah, um, God, Body's EP, right? So, I mean, I've been making music for a long time, and and I suppose like Bodies was like the the climax of the last few years of me making music like i met i met a couple of uh producers and like we clicked straight away and then yeah, yeah. you know the ep was made in such a, a short period of time and like i think it was like two or three weeks we just stayed up day and night like 18 hour days just working on the songs and okay. i just come out of a, a long-term relationship and um like i just suddenly had something to say i think a lot of the time when you're making music you're always searching for you talk about your life, you talk about everybody else's life around you and your songs, but Mm -hmm. it's quite hard to find a cohesive message between all the songs. But, you know, I kind of woke up one day and I was like, well, I know exactly what I want to say, what I'm feeling right now. And it feels like the right time to make the most of it. So yeah, we just, um, I think in like three weeks we smashed it all together. And, uh, you know, I was grateful for the, 
for the reception it got considering you know, I was coming out coming out of nowhere mm-hmm. and um especially as R&B is on the rise again I think but yeah, man. still yeah. not at the forefront of you know British music anyway so you know I was just grateful that people received it and, and wanted to understand it so yeah 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 like you say it's more kind of you know raps kind of taking the um taking yeah. center stage in uk at the moment but with your you know you've got a really nice sound i think and um and yeah. and yeah that's, i think i think bodies was great you know i've listened to a few tracks um over the last couple of days and um it's a it's a nice bit of work um Thank if you. you if you don't mind me asking when did you first get into writing and producing you know you said you've been doing it a little while now um and and what yeah. what were some of your kind of first musical inspirations so um i started writing when Probably when I was like eleven, I think. Um, I, or like, I don't know. I was in year six of primary school, yeah. and um, I used to carry around this Arsenal folder, and it had okay. all my songs written in it. And I would carry it around in school, and the girls would take it and they'd take it into the toilets and laugh at my lyrics. And um, <laughs> yeah, that's when I started writing songs. And um, I'm quite a, I don't know, a closed book when it comes to my emotions or my feelings, and and. But when it comes to writing, it's like a re- it's, writing's like my therapy. You know, I'm making music is like meditation to me. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's like flow state where it feels like anything I'm saying or doing isn't actually me, and like there's these energies flowing through me, and I end up with this result. You know, and uh, so yeah, and my earliest kind of inspirations, obviously, Michael Jackson was one. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Everyone. Michael Jackson, Prince. The thing is with my musical taste, it's like so eclectic. And yeah, yeah. I never really like an artist for too long. <laughs> so, um, like I'll, I'll have like six months of obsessing over one artist or yeah, a band yeah. and then I'll kill it and they'll be gone and I'll move on to something else. But yeah, I've been making music for so long. Like, I've been in rock bands. I've, um, I've tried making all, all types of different music, but really the R&B was where I started. And okay. I guess the R&B is going to be where I finish as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, and I love that there's, you know, like you say, you've got a real eclectic taste and that's all fed into um, kind of your sound um, and you've been able to build upon that, which is cool. And I love that you're an Arsenal fan as well, me too. Um, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah no, yeah. that's cool, that's cool. Um, so, Phases, uh, I wanted to talk a little yeah. bit about because um, uh, that's got kind of a real funky R&B, R&B vibe to it um, and you co-wrote and produced that with Mojam um yeah who have collaborated with the likes of h bugsy malone uh naughty boy sam smith um how did you how did you first get involved with those guys um, um yeah so my label they put me in touch um yeah. they just put me in a session and like from i think but, but this was this was actually quite a while ago i didn't write phases a lot of press have said that like i wrote phases in um lockdown but i didn't i wrote phases like in 2018 okay um and I, I was in a session with them. Actually, no. So I'd been I'd been working with them anyway in sessions. Like we we made we made a few songs because we made feeling right on Bodies EP together as well. Okay. And and um, yeah, we just clicked. We just we just became friends at the time, and it was a good relationship. And I made phases actually started off as an interlude. Like I just made this really spacey vibe that um, wasn't really anything. And I sent it to my guys, and they were like, "This is great. Why don't you make it into a full song?" Mm-hmm. And then. So the work, it was already written in my studio and then Mojam seemed to have this just like gift where anything they do can become a really fucking sorry can I swear I don't know yeah cool yeah sorry. no go ahead um, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, where anything they do like when I it seems any lyrics I put over their production seem to work so um yeah we were just in this little phase mm. if you pardon the pun of 
every, <laughs> every week we'd have a session and we'd make a song and phases was just one of them where at the time i was really really happy with it but um it didn't really it didn't really fit with anything else we'd done and then obviously i was in that bodies phase so we didn't really feel like phases fit it on that ep so we yeah, just held on yeah. to it and then the time came where we were like you know what phases can go with these other songs and yeah that was it really it was really easy we made it in like one day so yeah yeah and like you say it's different from bodies so it made sense to kind of release it as its own as its own piece of work and and um and a good time to do it as well i think um i think so it was weird how um i find it quite strange how all these emotions that i've been feeling for the last couple of years like cooped up in the studio on my own i know i say i like it but i still drive myself mad making music on my own and, Mm -hmm. and like but it felt like when lockdown came and, and you know covid came about everyone was starting to lose their mind and it was like all everything i'd written down over the last two years was everybody else's emotions which is why i think you know people understand the song connect with the song yeah yeah so for for listeners who don't know phases the first single from your next project um after bodies yeah. which is uh angels devils and empty vessels um yeah. which is four tracks and it kind of picks up where you lof- left off with bodies um yeah what what, what did you kind of do differently with phases i mean it it might be quite obvious but how does it kind of differ from your from your previous work um what the ep or the single phase just the the single yeah um i mean with phases i mean you said you did it in a day so it must have come come about quite sort of organically quite easy you know yeah completely organically but i think the biggest difference was with, when I made phases, I didn't have the intention of, like, when you make a project like Bodies or when I make any body of work, I I really do have the intentions of making a cohesive body of work. And I don't I don't think about, you know, are people going to like this, are people not? But I think about how I would like to listen to music, whereas phases was just a one-off day where I just made a song. Yeah, yeah whereas everything else it's like okay i've made this now i'm gonna make this because that fits with this vibe and uh, or it's in the same key as this song and i want to take it to this place so i'm going to use these sounds and these drums and it's going to be this tempo phases was just made all my music's made without thought but phases was literally like let's just see what happens you know it was it was really experimental and it just clicked and we got it it was just a one-off yeah yeah, yeah. cool um i just want to play a little bit uh for listeners if that's all right uh of phases um and uh i'll come back to you in a bit if that's all right okay sit an angel cries every time you give your love to me my darkest times only nice so where i find myself searching for something really nice track man thank you and uh it's quite different isn't it from uh kill me in my sleep uh which is very different which is um <laughs> one of your latest tracks as well uh which yeah. which was kind of a direct response to the to the pandemic really wasn't it yeah pretty much 
I mean, like I said, I said earlier, like it was um, the result of me sitting in my room for weeks on end, not talking to anyone really, not seeing much sunlight, and and just being stuck in my own head. And it was the first track that I've released that I've produced on my own. Like I've produced on other on all my other tracks, but this was the one where everything was just me. And um, I think it was. The, the song where I've been least cryptic, like I try and be, it's not always good. I find to be so music. I've got to be honest in all my music, but I think it's nice to allow some room for interpretation. Whereas mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. you know, it's pretty soul bearing and, and, and like the most honest song I've put out today. And yeah, it, that was a really quick process of making that song. Like literally in like an hour, like I got the guitar loop, layers and like some nice sounds and then just freestyle the vocal and like in one take the song was done like it was it was weird it was strange but yeah yeah, yeah. it's really kind of minimalistic isn't it um really kind of yeah. with your voice pitching it all the way down and and it's got that kind of acoustic guitar melody and some dark lyrics in there mm-hmm. kind of echoing feelings of of you know isolation and, and like i say everything that's going mm-hmm. on been going on this year um yeah so yeah i can see how you kind of like poured your heart into that one which is like yeah, yeah it's it's cool um why did you feel like you kind of needed to to put that out um at this time before kind of moving on um with the rest like other projects you had going on did you feel like yeah it's just the right time to to do it just kind of yeah it, i mean it happened really organically because i'd actually um i had scheduled it for release a little bit earlier but then everything kind of went a bit mad in the world didn't it like even more so with when the covid like really got serious so we thought you know let's hold out see what happens and then we kind of realized well this is actually the perfect time to release the song because everybody's feeling this emotion right now i know we're all quite um private with our feelings and like especially if you're going through something like this and you're in your own head but um i felt it was really important because i just i seem to have this inkling that people would feel this way. Um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, the response is clearly connecting now the song. And I'm just really grateful that, you know, I got, I got to make the song and that people are, you know, waking up and telling me every day that, you know, the song's helping them understand that they're not the only ones going through something or yeah. feeling certain emotions. So, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's nice that people are connecting with it in that way as well. That's what you want, isn't mm. it? From, from a piece of your work, like it's being interpreted in, in the way that you wanted it to be um which is yeah. yeah it's nice i just want to play a little bit of that as well um cool. just so we can see how it kind of uh contrasts to the uh, to phases Full of the way that I could go 
It's definitely uh, a track um, that, like I say, people can uh, connect with during this time, and it's like, mm. yeah, yeah, it's um, that's yeah, it's killed me in my sleep. Um, so tell me a bit about the um, the video for that because you must have had a bit of fun doing that as well. I mean, you did that in your yeah, the was, room of your of your childhood crazy. home, right? Like, yeah, that was a crazy process. So. Again, we'd had plans to shoot a full video in a studio, and um, obviously we were, we were completely in lockdown, so um, there was no way we could do that. And um, I think we went into lockdown like literally two days before, or like three, oh, wow. four days okay. before. Yeah. The next village. yeah. So we were all like, oh, you know, what should we do? And a couple of the guys on the team they had actually originally suggested that I just shoot the video at home, um, but I was kind of reluctant to do that because I wanted, you know, I wanted to provide a visual that elevates the idea but i think um yeah we 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 decided anyway to just film it from home so i worked with gareth phillips the director and he gave me like really really clear instructions um on what to do and we, you know me and my girlfriend over two or three days just like um uh, just shot the video but it was it was really tricky because obviously to have that many versions of me the camera has to stay in yeah. it has to stay in the same place so you know i, I actually tried to filming it at one point with my um my 12 year old brother <laughs> but he couldn't seem to concentrate for long enough to um to keep the camera still so right, right. you know i actually shot like half the video and then we had to scrap it all because he moved the camera with his foot <laughs> <laughs> so it was a really painful process but okay. um gratifying anyway it was good it was good and i'm happy with the end result so yeah yeah, yeah it's cool um and I recommend listeners to go uh, to go check that out. How involved are you um, in general, Eli, with the um, like the production process? Uh, like, you know, obviously, you, you know, you're a songwriter. Um, yeah. And, um, but and and uh, but how? I'm just curious to know how kind of involved with that side of it you are as well. Mm. So, um, kill me my sleep has made me realise that you know what I can do myself is uh, production wise is good enough. Um, and so now I'm doing pretty much everything. I work really closely with a producer called uh, Koala. He's my producer. Okay. Um, and he, he will basically like touch any song that I work on. Um, but like since probably for the last two months, I've made two projects and they're entirely me. Like no one's, no one else has worked on them. And I'm really happy with, I'm actually shocked at how far the productions come on. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, from now on, I think, you know, it's going to be really predominantly me producing everything. Um, and cool. I obviously have cool. collaborators, but uh, I think everything's going to come from me from now on. So I'm really, that's, I'm really excited about that, actually, like waking up and, and like enjoying a new skill that I've worked hard for the last two, three years to develop. And now I'm actually yeah. at the point where I'll be able to see the fruits of it. So, yeah. That's cool. That's cool, man. And I suppose, uh, I don't know, is lockdown giving you the chance to really like delve deeper into that, um, yeah, that completely. side of it? And yeah. 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 Awesome. Before I never had the production's really technical and before I never had the um the time really to delve into the technical side of it and understand, you know, different theories around things and uh, and you know, what to do when and what not to do and what it's given me it's given me time to to basically work by trial and error and I've I've developed my own sound, a new sound that yeah, yeah. I really enjoy and love that but that also I connect with. I think I love all the music I've put out today. I absolutely love it. It's definitely a part of part of me, and I'm really grateful to share that. But yeah, there's still a, a tiny disconnection at this point, so early on in my career, where I'm like, you know, that's 
it's almost there, but it's not quite how I have, it's not quite how I have it in my head. And I'm such a control freak. And I think, yeah. whereas now every song I put out will be exactly how I want it. And if it's not exactly how I want it, then I won't put it out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Nice to have that control over, over your output though. Um, yeah, it is. Because then it's, it's so much more satisfying when it, uh, when it pays off. Yeah. Cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. What kind of setup have you got? I'm just, uh, just wanted to know a bit about that as well. Um, really is there any, um, particular bits of kit or software that you're, that you're really enjoying using at the moment? Anything that kind of, um, like your go-to bits of kit or software? You know, it, it's some, some producers are going to hate me for this, but <laughs> I'm really, it's not even a piece of kit, but it's software. Uh, everyone knows it's splice. Like splice is literally, mm-hmm a gold mine like i'm gonna make a living off of people giving like off of free parts free samples it's every song now like, i i i play all instruments yeah but yeah, yeah i don't really have to play that much anymore i'm just engineering sounds that i find and i find it so satisfying searching for a sound i'll be searching for something for like two hours mm. and then i'll find that one sound and then you know the song will be done in 45 minutes because everything's fallen into place so quickly and yeah, i think yeah I'm learning that the best songs are the most simple songs and, you know, people who have hits and, the, and, and people at the top level, they'll never tell you this, but I think all the best songs are the most simple songs. And, mm-hmm. um, everyone seems to overcomplicate things so much, but actually if you keep things really simple, I think that's why Killing My Sleep works because it's so simple. Yeah. Um, yeah that's definitely. what I'm learning. So yeah, Splice, I'm loving Splice. Yeah, sick. Yeah. No worries. Yeah, no, I mean, like you say, there's no need to overcomplicate things when you can like manipulate um samples and sounds in that way um and you then you know what more what more do you need and it and obviously it's um um you're getting great results um yeah what uh you said you know you you do you do collaborate with other artists um Mm. although you are doing a lot of a lot of your own production um do you what have you kind of got in the pipeline um is there anything you can tell us about any you know any uk artists or us artists that you're that you're collaborating with at the moment and um yeah. anything else we can kind well, of look forward to yeah i mean in terms of collaboration i've got um i've got a couple actually dance tracks coming out um on someone's album that's gonna be really exciting i don't know i don't think i can say who yet but okay. Okay. i'm really excited about them i've got um yeah quite a big single coming out with that and uh and then like i said i've been working in my room on my own for months now so i've got a whole bundle of music that i'm really looking forward to getting out and you know we'll have you probably have a, a, a much longer body of work coming out okay. early next year and and quit swiftly followed by um you know a more concise uh, ep but i'm i've got so much that i kind of need to refine it all and work out what's coming when but yeah um yeah i've got some really exciting features coming out uh with that producer artist so it's gonna be cool 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 and how about on the uh, kind of on the live side? Is there any plans to to do any kind of shows? Obviously, everything's ground to a bit of a, ground to a bit of a yeah. halt this year, but um, you yeah. know, you know, next year. I mean, artists have been doing you know live stream gigs, um, which have been going yeah. down quite well. Uh, I don't know if you had any kind of plans to go down that route. Um, I think for now, no. I just need to work out my live set. I think that will come with working out what songs I'm gonna putting out next or, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, i'm still in i'm in a transitional period right now there's a lot of things happening and i'm trying to um you know i'm trying to rebuild a new team and, and work out you know how we're going to move forward and and who's going to be able to put out the songs that i want to put out so yeah yeah uh, i'm going to sort out that first and then probably back end of next year and definitely 2022 you know trying to get some level, some form of touring in um, yeah, yeah. provided that the music you know continues to progress so 
yeah, I mean, for now, it's just I'm, I've got to finish the music, got to finish the projects, got to sort out all my new team, and yeah, moving forward. But yeah, um, yeah. I'll definitely be performing. I live for I live for performing, right? So you know, back end of next year in 2022 will definitely be heavy live stuff. Oh, sick, sick, great stuff, man. I mean, I, I really hope to see more of you. And um, it sounds like you're you're really making like big moves um in that respect you know um and you've got everything. yeah no it's, it's all good it's all good um and it's it's great to have you on the show eli um i feel like we've covered That's a lot of ground me. um no you're so welcome and it's uh it's weird uh obviously i talked to a lot of um we talk to we you know we host a lot of artists and, and people in here who are like halfway across the world sometimes usually in the know, US. and it's weird yeah just like 10 minutes up the road which is um which is yeah. funny um so yeah and like i say it's been it's been really great to have you on the show today um thank you thanks so much for your time and um best of luck with everything you've got going on at the moment and uh we'll keep we'll keep keep an eye out on on what's to come yeah lovely all right well thank you very much and uh yeah i'm sure we'll speak again soon yeah hopefully catch up soon cheers eli all right thank you take care man headliner radio supporting the creative community